Welcome to the Rose Garden. I'm Holly and I'm here with Julia. Hi everyone. We've missed you. It's we been a have. While. I know. I'm sorry we were not here last week. Um, somehow the lives of, you know, a researcher and a theater person don't always line up. Who would have thought? Who would have thought that thought? my schedule is and a nine to, to five p.m. right exactly clash with a normal human being yeah yeah well we're here now but that's all our... over now don't worry exactly we're back we're... to the priorities most importantly we've oh, got to yes. go back in time and talk about Blake arriving in this entire house of men yeah we it's crazy to me that we didn't get to talk about this before now after it feels like so long ago it feels like so long ago because his moments with katie and in general have been so like monumental and such a huge focus that like i don't know i'm like wow what was it like before blake (laughs) a whole different world it was a different world different different time in new mexico i mean the end looked different without blake there what do you mean if he wasn't here then the top two will not be the same because he's going that far oh oh yeah 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 absolutely huge game changer right because we haven't really had that ever maybe i mean by all nick nick (laughs) yeah yeah exactly exactly yeah but if blake wins that'll be new and yes i said win yeah, it is a competition, especially here. It really this season feels extra like a competitive. Yeah, one hundred. There's a lot of like strategy going on. A lot of just kind of and Katie kind of feeds into like the guys will vote you off the island, and she goes, "Okay, I didn't like them that much anyway," which is fine because she just the bottom line is she just didn't like these guys. It's not has nothing to do with what people said about them. They were never making it to the top four. Hunter, you delusional. I'm, I think the guys were too hard on Hunter overall, but, but what the fuck, but what the actual fuck, we've got to jump to that factor that he only sat there and said, I think the top four hands down me, you, whoever the, what he didn't have a fourth person, which was kind of weird. Like that's, that's what was kind of pathetic to me is he said him, Greg, Connor B and then he it literally he didn't say a fourth person and I was just and granted, like maybe they cut that out no I'm pretty sure he was like yeah and there's someone who's the fourth that's like <laughs> like what I love that Why that's you just say top three like what are you talking about and yeah just but we're I'm jumping ahead of myself we have to that's okay that. I think you know what I think it's let's fluid just, we're just gonna talk fluid. about the last two weeks we're just gonna talk about the last two weeks we don't need to go in order nobody needs that it's been let's a while just cover Hunter's arc. let's just cover his arc because I think that it's interesting and let's start from last week where and he it, showed a weird competitive side to him I was about to say because he really is the center of the very the group day last week it is where he sees a chance where he can be aggressive and granted they're cutting things together in weird ways I'll admit it there's some weird sound bites but it doesn't change the fact that he was out there just getting off on being aggressive and beating up like making the game taking the game too seriously and like setting this precedent for just aggro bullshit yeah I don't want it's why I don't like the bachelorette no, no, I totally get that. Um, I, in, in my mind, it was so bizarre because it felt like a full switch overnight. Like we hadn't seen that side to him. And then yeah. when Blake, when he found out Blake was joining the house, there was this weird, like, I need to beat his Blake. jaw is even more intensely masculine than mine. Basically. How am I ever going to compete? Oh my God. And have you noticed his blue steel look like the Zoolander blue steel? Like every time you see Hunter in a rose ceremony, he's like doing the whole, like. He really thinks he's. um, If you don't know what that is, people like look up. Oh my God. Is that. That is kind of a Gen Z thing to not know what Zoolander is, which is very disappointing. Well, it starts with Z. Come on, kids. (laughs) Yeah. Shouldn't that be like on brand for Obviously. you? Obviously. <laughs> That's how it works. I right. understand things. Totally. Um, yeah. So he, 
it switches overnight in my opinion mm-hmm. i i felt like it was like he went into another body form like it just was so weird like what happened to him where suddenly he felt the need to prove himself but in such an obnoxious showy performative way like and then we find out from this last week that he watches the show a lot and he like knows the show on the forums and stuff weird weird first of all it's a weird thing to admit when you're on the show even i'm not on the forums just saying like i don't even go on reddit i have people send me what they saw on reddit because i don't understand reddit because i don't get it yeah no i get it i i I get that you don't get it reddit doesn't make any sense it doesn't make sense i'm sorry i'm getting heated about it because it really I don't understand. It's just also like a lot of effort to type that's say, that's in. That's a lot of work. That's the thing. To find something on Reddit, you have to work. And it's not even just to find it, but it's also to add your own thoughts. Like you're literally publicly stating like just weird opinions you have about a very niche topic and waiting for people you don't know to respond to you. As we'll like, say, the waiting for people you don't know to respond to us. But up until then, we are doing exactly that. <laughs> where is she going with this (laughs) no no I'm such a hypocrite okay I am not shaming anyone who uses reddit for as a public forum I am just saying it's like so much work it's so much work to like I don't am I just like a little lazy fuck and I don't know what I mean I'm lazy as hell so I really guess I'm I guess I'm just too lazy and that's the only reason (laughs) so I actually avoided all costs I like totally understand as a fan of the show wanting to like publicly talk about it. Like that's what we're doing right now. Like you said, and also what you're doing, I guess, in another form through Reddit, but like, why then want, like, I just don't understand the whole super fan basis of going on the bachelor or bachelorette. Like I get that for like Survivor or Amazing Race or a competition or game show where you're like, I've been watching this forever. It's my dream to be a contestant. But The Bachelor or Bachelorette is just And to go in with the strategy, like I think, and granted, there's a lot of damned if you do, like you need to watch it, figure out what you're getting into. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. But- if you've been on the forums and you've wa- done this much research, you should be a lot better at it. This is my issue. You should oh, know yeah. better than to fucking talk about it. Yeah, you right. Know better yeah. than to tell Greg, sad boy, because he's going to tell a whole house. Totally. And he, he did. did. He's not going to get the blame. You're going to get the blame, you and Trey, because that's their scapegoat for any time Greg's gossiping. Yeah, exactly. Because they know that Greg is going to be a fan of the show. That's how they're playing it out. And they know that he's a front runner, so they don't want people to to dislike him per se. But we do know that Greg told everybody in the house what Hunter said to him, which was, you and me are part of the top four. And it's like everyone else gets to blame for that first off and also just what are you doing in the first place like you said that strategizing like that doesn't make any sense like greg is the one who started saying that he was on the reddit and stuff so those confessions all those things only person who heard that was greg right exactly so somehow everybody knows so so greg you are a little shit maybe he also was telling everybody if he told greg maybe he told everybody off camera who knows but I don't again, think so. I don't think so. I, and also, because why would he tell other guys that weren't front runners? Like, that's oh, true. By the way, like, you, me, and Connor. Yeah, he would. Be he would have been like. Three. It would have been weird for him to be like, "Yeah, Aaron, you're not in my top four. And that's the thing. It was so. It was so like, um, like me, 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 like, oh, like you, me, and Connor, we're in the top. It's like so weird. It's like you're not the lead. So why are no. you acting like the lead? Well, and here's the thing. Okay, so this is, oh my God, okay. Bash ball. Bash First ball. of all. What is that? No one knows, except it involves hearts, really tight, speedily units hard suits um with their butt cheeks hanging out and a lot of padding in their groin areas it's it's rugby it's literally rugby it's rugby with stupid outfits which apparently wells requested being as dumb as possible i love that (laughs) which bless he was like and 
of his own outfit, he said he wanted the worst moose knuckle you've ever seen. Oh my God. I love Wells so much. God bless, honestly. God bless him. Because he was in it planning a fun, lighthearted, stupid game of like bashball rugby. We're going to, you know, we're all friends. We're in stupid outfits. No one's taking it seriously. Hunter's taking it seriously. Poor Michael. Poor Michael. Gets, that looked bad. He, we learned from that, that he would have gone if, he had gone to the hospital like he probably should have he would have been off the show and he so he clearly stayed just because of that and is because he couldn't like move he was like had literally had to ask her to kiss him and he's like literally I can't move okay but isn't that weird like don't you think that's more of a liability for the show that they are saying that they're saying hey let we're let's like mum's the word let's not take you to the hospital and get you help it should because you might go home but it should be an issue it's not because they signed their lives away but their rules are if you leave the bubble you can't come in that's their rules they find their lives if they die they die (laughs) literally like they signed their lives away hunter would die on on this show yeah Michael not so much but Hunter would yeah but like so Michael's already given up a lot just want to throw that out there and poor Justin who like didn't you know he's just a big guy he felt bad and I and yeah that was a shame Um, I I do it's so funny because I feel like that date was cut short for obvious reasons but then like the drag date on this last week was cut short for stupid like we just didn't wasn't see even cut anything short. it wasn't cut short per se but it was, it was like annoying the it guys didn't go anywhere because it didn't go anywhere because the guys didn't know how to do she it she has the least funny guys ever she really does Here's she really has don't have to be mean yeah to be funny no but be funny the things you're saying isn't funny even the mean things you're saying again there's no joke well, the thing is here, I feel like they're all terrified of being villainized by each other. But and, and so the, Hunter a leprechaun and things right, like that. Exactly. Short. Like that doesn't well, this is it's no, it tracks in my mind as like group versus outgroup stuff. Yeah. Like all the guys know that they don't like Hunter, so they feel safe talk talking shit about him on a public like for like in a public manner but the second that it's like but again my problem it, is that what they what the shit talking was done wasn't funny no exactly this no was my problem there was shit right, talking that happened right right and right, i'm right. annoyed because it wasn't yeah. good it wasn't good no and then the poem like greg sharing no poem. greg what this was that is a what did they call it's a it actually, a it, shade okay. fest a shade fest yeah whatever they and called it it literally, is just roast and okay, you what just if, read a poem yeah I was pissed I'd forgotten about that until just now like you know what what I was also so pissed about is his angry. how fucking pouty he was afterwards because the queen I don't remember which queen it was she rolled her eyes at him and then he was just like he looked like a little fucking frightened boy because he's never had somebody make fun of him and then later when he's talking to Katie one-on-one about how he's been feeling like kind of down I'm like I and he was he was even mentioned he even mentioned that date and he was just like yeah I felt kind of embarrassed like I shouldn't have like said that shit like that was stupid it's just like you are so pathetic laugh at yourself he wants to be like no no it wasn't it was great god no it wasn't fucking great oh I hate people who are self-deprecating just so you'll say no. Yeah, don't fish for that shit. No, that be makes me so upset. in a way where everyone can pile on and it's more fun. Right, right. No, I. That was totally clear to me that his like embarrassment from reading that poem because of the way the queens reacted to it, like, was why he told Katie later that night that he was like, I'm, I'm not feeling good. Like, I just, I don't know. And he said that twice now in a one-on-one with her that he's feeling kind of meh or that like he's insecure and then she has to sit there and comfort him and be like no Greg it's okay like what I'm afraid that you're gonna leave it's like Katie if you're fucking afraid he's gonna leave that is a bad sign send him home take the power take the control send him home you're giving him all the power please oh it's just like 
I don't, yeah. It's hard to watch. How old is she? 27? No, she's, thir- um, I think she turned 30. It's hard to watch a 30-year-old woman who's so empowered and like confident in herself. Falling for it. Falling for Greg's obvious manipulations. It is so clear to me. And like, even it's not even just clear because you're watching as like an audience. If he were on, like if I were the bachelorette, I would know in an instant that he yes. is depressed yes. and no, he needs completely. help. Both you and I literally called it from the limo, like yeah. exit. He's, there's, there's like, it's just a gut feeling that you know he's not a good guy. We might have called it from his phone headshot. Oh yeah, we <laughs> might have. We totally might have. He, yeah, enough I about just, Greg with that. But yeah, so we had a hunter in two weeks ago with his whole bash ball weird thing. And then this week with him talking about how he has a top four. And then, okay, this was like really the tip of the iceberg for me was when he was talking to one of the queens, I keep forgetting their names, about how she she asked him, like, do you feel like you're falling in love with Katie? And he was like, um, I'm hesitant to say yes because it's so early and we don't know each other super well or something like that. And supposedly Trey hears this conversation. And that's and a valid thing to say. It is a completely valid- 30 minutes yeah. with this woman. It is completely valid for him to say that. What is not valid is for him to like, then on lie. stage lie and say when one of the queens asks him are you in love with her him saying yes i am falling in love with her like what and then like honestly okay aside from all of the like shittiness that entails with all of that if i were in katie's shoes and a guy was telling me that he was falling in love with me and i hadn't even had a date with him i would fucking throw up i would throw up on him well, you know how I feel about premature love relations. Yes, we talked about this. Um, b- discussed again. No, red flag. Next. No, ne- next. And like, uh, and then later, you know, she does get nauseous and has to go like puke. I think this one was weird. I mean, I think we got to get to this because I'm still kind of back in the Greg bash ball date. Yeah, but yeah, because that puking, I think she might have just been sick. And well, okay, this is what I thought is that she like, obvious, she's very tired, right? Like they have these these cocktail parties or like, I've also heard the food wasn't good. Yeah, yeah, I believe that. And then she has all like several guys of the like, what, how many people did she have before she sent these guys home this last week? I think we were at 12 or. Okay. So she has 12 guys. And I think at least three or four of them are like wasting her time by talking to them, her about Hunter. And then she's talking to Hunter separately and being like, I need clarity, like what's going on. And he's not giving her that. And personally for me, that would give me so much anxiety. I would throw up like for sure. It's For sure. very entirely possible. The only thing that was weird is I think the way it was shown, the yeah. footage, it felt not like there, I felt some kind of disconnect there. Yeah. Like there they, wasn't they a direct kind of correlation at any point of her sitting down with Hunter and knowing that she went to throw up. It could have been at any point in that night too. And also a lot of things it could have been granted. It still could have been the stress oh my God. of it all. Wait, totally. you know what I'm realizing was Greg on that group? Greg was on that group date. Yes, yeah. he was. So I'm wondering if she could have been Greg. That. It could have been fucking Greg because that is if somebody, if you are chasing for somebody who's like threatening to reject. I say, or, you know, oh, Charlene oh. Joint specifically said, I don't think that didn't make sense. Her throwing up over Hunter doesn't make sense. That's a reaction you'd see if Greg did something crazy. Yes. She thought maybe it was food poisoning. Maybe it actually was Greg because th- she still defends Greg. She's wrong. She's wrong. No. I like you, Charlene. You're wrong. No, I think that she might have gotten a really upset stomach because I believe Greg, it if you say it's from Greg. Because Greg has 100% been telling her that he's not sure about all of this and about her because he's like just insecure and avoid it and he has issues and it's making her really anxious it's greg i'm Greg. it's fucking greg greg makes her throw up 
it's Greg. We got to get back, work our way backwards a little bit to last week with the bash ball cocktail party. Oh, cocktail party. <laughs> they wear Crocs. The, the cocktail party, you know, the parties where you wear your Crocs. <laughs> That's very Gen Z. <laughs> when Gen Z is old enough to be the best. Oh my God, they are. Never mind. <laughs> yeah, you're like, this is not. That doesn't work. I was going to say, when they're old enough to be the bat lead. Well, they're not old enough to be the leads yet. Yeah. Yet. Right. But like next year, the lead is going to be Gen Z. Oh, 100%. When the lead is a true Gen Zer, the cocktail parties are out, replaced with cocktail parties. Yeah. You've heard it from me. I would like to say that, I, like, I don't want anyone to think that I'm, like, not, a, I think I am Gen Z, which confuses you're me. Full, we're both, you're, we're, you're Gen Z, I was going to say, because I'm on the cusp. Yeah, I, but I feel, I genuinely feel like I'm not. Yeah. I couldn't relate less. I, I don't get it. I, I don't think it's great. I just, just feel so unbelievably out of touch. <laughs> yeah, I, I kind like, I don't know. I just, there's something to me that feels very different than the people who are two years younger than me or even one year younger than me. I was about to say, I think for, especially you, cause also you were a little older for your grade too. So yeah. I remember that, like, I remember when we met, I was 21 right about to I was like teen yeah yeah exactly and you already felt very different from the like yeah people who just turned 18 right and I'm about to be 24 I work with somebody who's like 22 and she kind of feels Gen Z I don't know I, I don't get also, it anyway. there are 25 year olds I who, thought I was 25 for a second I'm not <laughs> But they're t- who feel like Gen Z and I don't. 26 year olds who feel more, Katie feels more Gen Z than I do. Oh yeah, that's and she's true. 30 and I'm not. I feel like it's whether or not you're very like in with the trends and like you are very- I've never like, been trendy. And you're like a young version of yourself. I'm an old version of Evil. like- I think we're both yeah. kind of old souls. Totally, totally. And so we lend ourselves to the later millennial- Yeah, yeah. Of our cuspiness. I just thought I would clarify that if anybody wants to come at me about the fact that I'm only going to be 24 and yes, I probably am a Gen Z. And that's the thing. We're not shit talking Gen Z, but it's just no. very different. It's different. It's different. When Crocs are a Gen Shout Z. Shout out to our um, audience that's under the age of 17, by the way. <laughs> oh, I love that. Oh my God. I love that. I love you guys for being kids are doing great. You're doing great. You're thriving, I believe don't in have, you. Don't have a crock party, please. <laughs> Whatever don't you do, that. do not throw a crock party. However, if you want to feel like a real millennial, you can throw a whole Zween party. Oh my God. And you can watch Zoolander. You can also watch... <laughs> wow, that was really 2000s of us. <laughs> very, very. Okay, back on subject. So we're basketball cocktail party that's where I left off cocktails cocktails yeah Michael talks to Katie and says that it was his wife's birthday yesterday and so we get like a great emotional connection we see how great they are he can't move she has to kiss him then he goes back and he tells the guys and I guess he he told a couple guys that his wife had died but not everybody clearly because he opens up after what I suspect is a few beverages she seemed a little um vulnerable yeah and emotional and like he was soothing his emotions yeah a very understandable and frankly appropriate way yeah I just definitely think he was drunk when he was talking to the guys and so Greg learns that Michael (gasps) has been through this but he always has a smile on his face. <laughs> me, what? I mean, I, I mean, I, he always has a smile on his face. What can I? What? Am, I'm pathetic. I can't do anything. Like, shut up, Greg. It's not about you. And it's also just like, well, no shit. He has a smile on his face. Like, yeah. like just the like human not understanding or like kind of, I don't know weirdly also horrifying smile more than when i'm 
deeply depressed and trying to hide exactly exactly and that's what I was about to say glorifying human resiliency like resiliency of suffering or anything is not cool like it's because that person that, yeah, exactly. That's just like the workaholic, like glorifying. Oh, totally. It's that totally. vibe. Just shut it's that up. same like gross, like no, you don't actually understand that people really need help. And we're not here to glorify issues or make people work fucking 50, 60 hours a week. Cause that's really what people do. Exactly. Um, sometimes yeah. 80. So, Kill me. Sometimes. Oh God. Um, yeah. So I, Greg, why, just, why did you make it about yourself? Why did we get an in the moment from Greg crying? And then we get him going over to Katie and him being all sad boy and her being, yeah, you're she straight up says, yeah, you always look sad. You have resting sad face. <laughs> telling that. She was like, you always look sad. Like, are you okay? Every time I look at you, you look like you're about to cry. <laughs> Oh my God. And of course he probably took that personally. And he was like, of course he did. Well, he did. He kind of had that. He's like, I do. Yeah. She's like, just shut up. Like, just laugh with it. Oh my God. Yeah. It's not, it's an observation. It's not that deep. Right. Exactly. Um, God. Yeah. I really just needed to talk about that. We should also talk about, um, the one-on-one dates from last week. Yeah, I feel I feel like that's a good thing to do. Can we talk about Blake's one-on-one? Yes, please. I was like, can we okay, talk about Blake? So I love Blake. I I feel their connection. Okay. What I'm about to say, I don't want to minimize that at all. I just kind of didn't get the quite the hype from last week as much as I did from this week with them. So like last week when they had their horseback riding date, I just felt like things things were definitely elevated compared to normal bachelor conversations where you're just like, I can't believe I'm here. Like, you know, I think I'm checking the boxes and basic combos like that. But it it was also like a little bit awkward. And I don't know if it's because maybe that's a good thing. Maybe it's because Katie was really nervous, but their conversation was also nervous. Yeah, exactly. I kind of felt like I was watching two 16 year olds going on a date with each other. Yes. And I, I agree. Like, and that's why I didn't quite get the hype of like, he's her husband from that episode um, until, well, okay. When they made out though, I was like, that chemistry is undeniable. Holy shit. Like if they're going to have any problems in their marriage, it's not going to have to do with sex or like attraction at all. But this week when the whole boombox thing, which we'll talk about and like, just the way that she felt confident about her relationship with him and the way that he feels about her. I was like, oh, this is very mature. Like I already feel the maturity of this relationship. I just feel that. I feel it. I just, I yeah, do. yeah. That's yeah. all there is to it. Like, I feel that they get each feeling. other. I feel like there's an understanding. Also, I love Blake so much from his Instagram. It couldn't be more Ranger Rick. I, if like, it's so funny. <laughs> Yeah, I know. I think it's going to be really cute to see them doing like wilderness things together. I want clearly, she to loves that. And posting little videos of their dogs all in their bed. Ah, oh my God. I can't wait. I mean, we're going to, we know it. We know what's happening. Like, there's no denying it. Hopefully I don't think with Michael. Shout out. Okay. Yeah. And now I want to quickly, like, kind of transfer that feeling over to Michael too because also when Michael and her had their one-on-one a couple weeks ago I felt that way too I felt like a good feeling like a very mature feeling both of them and I just think that they would get along and I think they'd be great brother husbands they're brother husbands yes we finally got there brother husbands okay so like we're taking sister wives with the fact that both of them would be married to Katie, but they're brother husbands. Exactly. And we need a whole other spinoff on this, right? Like we need like yes. Michael. Like, Obvious. You no, know. please. Yeah. Capitalize we, on we this. Need, also. Okay. Now this is a good way for me to just like quickly segue into some of the commentary before the drag date. We're, we're all over the place in this episode, but like, we're just running with it. Okay. So we're a mess. Um, Michael, so th- this is why I love Blake 
and Michael. They are both very comfortable with themselves as men. There's no, there's no toxic masculinity there. None. They, none, none whatsoever. Michael, um, Michael literally, okay. Michael's comment was that he wishes he, he is super ready to dress up and drag. He's like, like, I'm down. I can't wait. He's, he's like drag. That's like, I'm so all these beautiful ladies. I'm so ready. Like I'm, I'm going to put my makeup on. Also, like, Monet exchange and Shea Coulee, by the way. Okay. Thank you. Thank you for that. Iconic. <laughs> Circling back to drag queens. Iconic queens. Um, and then fucking Blake is like, so I'm looking at these women and I don't know Blake whether killed me. he was like, I don't know whether or not I should be checking them out or if I, Incredible. what did he say? Like checking them out. I don't know or, if I should be checking them out or not. Or not. Yeah. Yeah. And you're just like, yes, we have two men who had their in the moments, our two favorite men together, which I never thought that they would have an in the moment back to back with each other. Cause they've no. been like, they've been like very separated, which is kind of funny. Like, you know, I like that we both have these passions for both of them, yeah. but they're not really they're like so connected. different. They're so different. And we don't, don't see them interact. And no, yet. we don't see them interact. And, and yet. yes, we had such a perfect moment where we saw both of them equally prove us how mature they are. I believe in them. Me too. Me too. And I really, really, really wanted that date to be an actual like dressing up and drag date. And I'm so upset that it wasn't. I'm very disappointed as well. Um, yeah, it was just a late, like you have these drag queens here and you're not gonna, what? They were, they hated all the men. They were, they were like, this sucks. I it quarantined sucks. for this. It- <laughs> you made Shay Coulee and Monet exchange quarantine for that. Yeah, like why didn't you try to prove yourself to them? What the fuck? It was supposed to do better than that. They better bring them back next week for and give like oh, Michael hope. a one on one where they go and do drag. Oh my god, amazing! Give him his amazing. Chance. Do a do a like two on one with Michael and Blake, but neither of them go home. Love that. <laughs> That's right. Are we gonna get a two on one? I don't know. That I could didn't be even really think about that. Okay, so let timeline wise, let's talk about this. I guess allegedly we have one week and then it's hometowns. I'm confused. Was she did, based on how many people went home today? It's super interesting because remember when there was the, that announcement that she ended her season early? I think it's I early mean, on that was fast and not the end. I think she cut him yeah, down. Quick. That's so fascinating was, because I was cool. totally picturing, yeah, I was picturing a Claire and Dale thing where it's like she found her person and no, was like- she just- She just cut him early, which I appreciate. And that goes back to my thing where I think you know, if you vote, you're vo- voted off the island. She just lets you go because she knew yeah. that if you're not the one, it's not like someone was voting off someone she was actually into, like Michael or Greg or Blake. If they were yeah. all ganging up on Blake, it wouldn't work. No, but she's like, I don't care. Bye, whatever. It's not worth it. Yeah. Like it's just a distraction. I don't even like you, so bye. Right, and that's where I think the competitiveness. You're right amongst the guys comes into play because they realize that she doesn't withstand bullshit and so if they start talking about one of them that she doesn't know well it's like okay whatever but jokes on you because then she sent all of your asses home literally what was it trey um aaron aaron um james hunter james trey aaron and connor be on his one-on-one which we will get oh right right I think oh we need to just go God. through all the one-on-ones right now real quick. Cause we just, we started on Blake and went off again. So yeah, they went horseback riding. Um, he clearly like producers wanted her to have a chance to catch him up on the whole like sexual assault thing. So oh, they yeah. like, he, and granted like the way it was brought up, I felt like it was a very, felt almost organic almost. if I wasn't, didn't know any better. Yeah. Um, like I appreciated him asking rather than saying, it's so cool. You're sex positive asking. So what, you know, why, yeah. like how, what, yeah, yeah, yeah. what happened? Like, I appreciate 100%. that thing because we've heard so many times just like, I love that you're sex positive and like nothing behind it. Nothing you're substantial. Like, okay. Like, thanks. What? Yeah. <laughs> That's not even no, but then there was Andrew S who oh yeah 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 it was a strong date I'd say I I honestly liked that date 
Like I thought it was kind of cute. I mean, I it was, I, it, was it was a little bit like half-assed thrown together, but That's I did think what I was going to say. I think for somebody like Andrew S, it was the perfect first date. It was. And I think actually like it seemed half-assed and thrown together, which I think it was. And like, but it felt like a slight, like, you know, oh, it's late at night. He didn't get a whole day, but I don't think so. I think, I think they got a great full time. Me too. Me too. I thought it was like a very genuine, wholesome date. And I love Andrew S. I mean, he's not going to be her top, but like, he's so cute. I don't love Andrew S. I think he's fine when he's not doing, when he's not talking accent, which we haven't heard in two weeks. We have still not letting it go. Cause I'm sorry. It was so he wouldn't he wouldn't let it go it's not my fault he right and there are things about I should say there are things about Andrew S I don't like but from our recent interactions we've had with him great the last two weeks he is the cutest like huge smile like very cute he's young he's excited he's fun he's he's great like we learned so much about his background and his story and like everything positive he's great on this date I'm just never going to get over the accent yeah, Ari Andress. Honestly, I agree. We but can I want to go back to the date oh. card with them. Okay. Because okay. Blake grabs the date card and then we see a cute little, like, you can tell, like, the guys just can't help but like Blake. He's like, what if it said my name again? Or like whatever the joke was about the date card. Like it says Blake again. Like they were having fun and I just really enjoyed yeah. that. No, I me like too. I, I didn't quite catch that, but like I, that's. I caught it so hard. I was like, oh, I love it. Blake has such a good way of making he's everyone good energy about like, yeah, he, he doesn't cause he's not like self-centered and he definitely, he's confident enough in his relationship with her, but he doesn't need to rub it in anybody's no. faces. And I feel like he just brings a bright, you know, energy into the room. Yeah. Wherever he goes, like it's just kind of brings, brings that. And I love it. Also, we've gotten a lot of references to time. Like with Andrew's date, he says he woke up at 7.30 a.m. And, you know, then he's going on his date after dark. When were they allowed to have clocks? That's like a legitimate (sighs) thing of the part of their mental fuckery is literally not letting them have clocks. They don't even know. They remove clock radios from hotels when they travel. There's no. That's creepy. In Bachelor world. That's creepy. like why do they keep specifically referencing times of day? Like, are they trying to be like, see, we've changed. We're better. We're not doing that. We're not that bad anymore. Like, I don't, it's weird. It feels very specifically intentional that they put in these moments of them referencing time. Interesting. I didn't catch that. Cause it's always I mean, I, a no, there is no time in bachelor. Right. Right. They might be, they might be trying to prove something. It feels about- like they're trying to prove something like, yeah. Mm. I don't know. Notice that. Yeah. Um, that's for my episode last week's episode. I think we can put that one to bed. Bye notes. (laughs) Throws the notes back. Let's get down to business again. Connor B. Oh, Oh, except my notes on my notes last week. Cause he's sitting. Oh my God. Again with a fucking ukulele and his shirt is unbuttoned to his navel. I swear to God. It's a, the unbuttoned shirts with Connor B are too much. He goes one button farther every day until his one-on-one. I think he had a rule with himself. He's like, I'm just going to keep unbuttoning until I get that one-on-one. It's the only explanation. Cause what the fuck? And then he's like, oh, I'll be a little more conservative. He's like, oh, it's my one-on-one. I'll button up today. We'll be fancy more but, today. But he still, he still had it low, like a lot of cleavage. It, yeah. I was going to say by buttoned up. <laughs> I mean, by Connor standards. Right, exactly. And that weird acid wash jacket. I mean, this guy is just like such a little weird Christian boy. He's like, got the weirdest fucking style. Weird style, awful style. Again, I really like to think about his eighth grade math students. Oh God, I know, me too. And I'm like thinking to myself how embarrassed they are because he did have some funny like moments. Um, I think when it was he the did thing- the joke about his fingers and the piano, like- um, yeah, after we talk about his, uh, his date and going home, we need to talk about Katie's request for the guys. <laughs> yeah. Okay. 
So let's talk about Connor though. So Connor goes on this date where Caitlin and Jason. Yeah, that's right. We get a double date. I literally was like, what did they do? (laughs) Right. They go to this like cute little barbecue event. It was very casual, like double date. I loved that date. Like I, I had wished that it had been Blake that was with them. The Canadians unite. Yeah. Literally amazing. Buffalo, New York and a Canadian Seattle and a Canadian. Are you kidding me? amazing (laughs) yeah and Caitlin um you know she's obviously prompted to be like yeah there's like Connor's great and so funny to watch Jason barbecuing with Connor and you could tell they would never be friends in real life and Connor's just like babe how do you want your hot dog and she's like a little crispy it's like what do you mean how do I want my fucking how do I want my hot dog like I don't want my hot dog raw but don't fucking charcoal it. Like, like, does he mean condiments? Like, is that the question? Oh, and she just no, I don't. It? That's the thing is, I don't think that's what he meant. So he's that's just the thing is, he weirdo. was at the grill. It was still cooking. Yeah, so it doesn't exactly. make sense. That question exactly. would make sense with condiments. So Katie opens, reveals that the kind of big question of the night is, how's this kiss going to go? Oh, yeah, because she's had kisses with him before where she hasn't felt anything. And I felt that as an audience like as a viewer, like just that I don't, I don't feel their kiss at all. And she, I think she started feeling that even like night one might've been the only time that she was like, whoa, you know, because she heightened emotions. Right. Right. So like everything, it's a lot. He's dressed as a cat. Right. Doesn't make sense. There's a lot going on. There's a lot going on. And then after that, every time they've had a kiss, you can tell she's just like, but here's the thing. I don't know how good that first one was and how much was them putting music and trying to make it look good because he, when he approached her the next time, said he was trying to make up for it. Oh. So he got a sense that it wasn't good. Oh, man. He's like, I want to make up for last kiss. She's like, it was fine. And then it just got worse. (laughs) That's weird. That's weird. Bachelor producers. Maybe they wanted a really dramatic storyline of like, the guy that we all kind of like but like don't fully like and then it's like oh she breaks his heart so we get like this huge heartbreak that maybe the the producers wanted that I don't know totally but it was like very clear from their daytime date that she was not feeling it when we saw them make out during the day date she was like you her eye like her eyes weren't open but it was very like Matt James vibes of like this is this is just how I kiss girls even if I don't like them yeah 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 also I realized we I literally forgot about Justin's date we'll get to that oh yeah Um, we'll talk about that I just forgot it happened (laughs) I know who cares like it was so obvious to me after this day date that there was not gonna be a dinner and it yeah it, I mean, it was, it was really sad to watch how emotional she got. She was so emotional. She was well, really I, upset. And that's the thing is, like, she she feels a lot. She's like, mm-hmm. she has so much empathy. She's a huge these, empath, yeah. And for like, what these not guys the are going to. around. You know? Oh, totally. No, she really is though. Like, and because she's been in their shoes, and she also knows that, like, he he's mentioned a couple times how into her he is and that's a lot of pressure and I think that's the thing like is she, and she likes him so much yeah likes him but literally like Holly, feel anything when I that. when I like watched them on their day day I kept thinking again even though he wasn't in the cat costume they're like theater kids they're literally like they're in middle school theater and like they are their each other's first kiss and they don't really like each other but they're weird and they just kind of feel the need to do that yeah it's very accurate and he's very gracious in the breakup um which is nice although I have to say one thing about him prepping for his dinner that never happened in his interview he said Connor's he said he's very interested in Katie getting to know him I was like that's a weird thing to say what did you care about getting to know her It just that really stood out to me. Yeah, that's that's, that's very a weird strange. fucking thing to say. He is a little bit like self-centered, not in an intentional way, but I think he's just yeah, one of those I guys that's yeah. just but also 
also remember with the Nick Viall like group therapy episode he kind of admits that he was like an alcoholic oh yeah so he forgot about that I don't know I feel like this guy does have like Greg energy issues and Mm -hmm. she just isn't attracted enough to him to like be manipulated by that you know right anyway he leaves he gets to go back and say goodbye to the other guys that's not what? a thing. That's not a thing. That's not a thing. The whole this time I was watching, it was literally like, unless someone is sent home when it wasn't a situation where there was supposed to be someone sent home. No, I know. I remember like a date with it. no rose. Sometimes that'll happen. Totally. They'll send you home anyway. And they're like, oh my God, shock. This I wonder me. if he requested it. Like what I was thinking is that maybe after she breaks up with him, he's he goes up to a producer and is like, "Can I please I think say it goodbye?" Says to a guys? lot for how well liked he is by both yeah. the cast and the production crew. Totally. And then some of the guys were like sobbing. Like Trey was fully sobbing when I'm he. Like, Trey, you're he, following him. Just wait. Just, yeah. Like, yeah. Just give it like calm um, down. You're a couple hours. Tomorrow. Yeah. Tomorrow. I know it was so stupid I was like why are you guys sobbing so dumb well Blake's not done he's like I met you a week ago I don't give a shit I'm gonna go to Katie's window with the boombox and we already talked about that so we don't have to recap we did kind of not mention though that like I thought they were gonna have sex oh they it it was set up almost like a it was very they made sure she was very pointed like okay and go you have to go now because I will fuck you otherwise because we um, don't want to Caitlin and Nick. A, I think she's too aware of the situation of not recreating Caitlin's situation with Nick. Because yeah, Caitlin and Nick was so publicly just like demonized. Well, like they didn't know that they were gonna hold the boom up against the bedroom door. And like, it was they all, took off like, their mics and yet they still recorded their ooh, sounds. Of it's them so talking. wrong. Isn't it's so, so wrong. gross. So like Katie's so gross. Literally her ho Caitlin's there. Caitlin's probably there being like, I know you want to jump. She's at the door going like, don't fuck him. Don't fuck him. (laughs) They're going to hate you. Just wait uh, two more weeks. Yeah, you you got it. You got it, girl. Two more weeks. Whoa, whoa. We got to get to the whoa, whoa. Whoa, whoa. Which I thought stood for whoa, whoa, slow down. Me too. No, it means it stands for week off, whack off, which means it's only supposed to last a week. I thought it was supposed to last until like fantasy suite. So that's different. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't quite that long. It wasn't quite clear except for the acronym. Yes, that's the only time. And that yeah. acronym wasn't even really revealed until like halfway through the episode. It was a two-hour long whack-off joke for sure that ended with Blake saying something about happy endings. This is the thing that I feel about this. <laughs> so Katie has this idea. It's so innocent, right? This is another thing about Katie where I'm just like, you're so innocent. And I don't want to be obnoxious because I know that I'm like six years younger than you, but also you're so fucking innocent. Guys don't need to be around a hot girl to want to jack off. I'm sorry. They just don't. They're just want to jack off. They're just weird creatures. Think about how much time they've spent 80% of their time with each other in the house and they're jacking off. That shows you that it has nothing to do with you. Okay, so for you, except maybe Blake after that encounter, right? Exactly, and I'm not. It's not like I think that some people are going to turn it around and be like, "Ew, Katie, that's gross." I don't think think a lot of people are going to do that. A lot of people are going to be sexist and weird and like just misogynistic and purist and just fucking annoying. And that's not what I like. Don't have an issue with it, but I'm just like do you not really understand how like male hormones work and like how men she was are? just bored and wanted them to do something like but the thing is, is that she bothered. was very she was very like I think these guys are hot I know they're working out at the gym right now or they're you know do, lifting weights back in their place yeah. I'm withholding myself I'm going to test them to see if they can withhold themselves because they've been seeing me a lot and it's just funny to me like it's just more of like wow, that's funny. You know, like, I don't think I I totally agree that you are hot and the guys around you are getting hot and heavy and probably going home back to their suite and being like, okay, I'm going to whack off to you. But I don't think that is, I think that's like 20% of it, you know? (laughs) So it's not all you. you. And like, okay. It's boredom. It's boredom. And it's the More fact than that anything, have, it's boredom. It's boredom. And you have this weird thing attached to you. So like, whatever. I don't you understand it, it. I don't know. but 
Yeah. I don't know what yeah. you do with it. What do you guys, what do you feel about, I almost said, what are you guys? I, like, like, I thought you were about to say, what do you do with a penis? <laughs> what do you do with a penis? No, like, we're not, one. we're not getting that weird. But um, what do you think of like the innuendos that Blake was like jerking off in the shower? Like, I feel like he's getting another weird sexual. Oh, no, it was sound bites. I mean, none of it, you know, he was talking right. about, they took a sound bite of him saying, I think Katie and I could really have this happy ending together. And they threw it in with him in a shower and a sprinkler. It was all editing. It no, was just- I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about the other guys being like, oh, Blake, like, why are you taking such a long shower? Oh, accusing Blake. Right. And other people are like, wow, he's been there a week and the guys already know. What does that say about Blake? I'm like, no, that was the reputation the show gave Blake. That's already. what I'm saying. My he opinion in with that reputation. My opinion is that he's been very sexualized. Yeah. Um, and like this whole, it's just, I think it's probably going no. to be disappointing for Katie to watch this back like this week and be like, oh, that wasn't my intention was to like exploit Blake. Like I was yeah. specifically talking about everybody in the house, yeah. not about Blake withholding himself. And oh, then for him, and then like- and it was made the whole thing about Blake. Like it ended with- Yes, the happy his com- ending comment, and then his conversation with her at that cocktail party where it was cute, super natural and cute, and he yeah. was just like, "I'll be honest, I'm having a hard time." I and thought it was funny. It yeah. was funny. It was so funny, and like obviously he's not a creep, so like don't no. paint him like that, you know? I don't know. I think yeah, I think the show loves to low blows with the sex thing with Blake. You know, it's just stupid. Um, but, uh, let's just cover Justin real quick because. Oh, the worst part of this whole episode. Justin gets a one-on-one. Awful date. Really to say? Awful theme for a date. Awful. Like, I'm- I literally had already forgotten. Oh, okay. We get the classic wedding photo shoot, except worse. They make them say vows. Why did they do vows? It's just a challenge to see how well you can lie and say vows that you don't mean. And he was good at it. So like- Exactly. Exactly. Why is that a theme running through all of these? Like with the truth or dare date and the whole like habanero pepper that like proposal thing. What? Oh my God. Stop with these fake, like what? Why do you want to know? It's not good TV. It's boring. It's It's when I turn out and forget. It's so boring. And it's like, why would I ever as a like normal human being who's like wanting to build a slow and steady relationship with somebody want and granted, even if it's fast, even if I'm like, just, I, I'm a fast mover in relationships, but what, whatever I'm saying, I'm just meaning that like, this was ridiculous. Yes. But like, why would I want to hear that from somebody who I don't know very well? No, weird. it's weird. But then um, also, okay. Can we talk about how, when she walks down the aisle, he gives this like really fake look, like, you know, when you watch all those like rom-coms and the guys at the like, at the uh the end of the aisle and he's watching his girl and he's like got his like fist towards his mouth and he's just like crying basically justin was trying to do that yeah it was weird and i was yeah. just like, don't don't you look great cry she yeah right before the wedding dress too she oh. was wearing a nice sundress i noticed it yeah no and i don't i don't have anything specifically against justin i just thought that was so so unnecessary like why i find justin to be like a giant piece of furniture me too right like strong jacked piece of furniture you know what that's kind of funny because like you kind of want to sit on him i would sit on him but right but like no no what am i gonna say to justin right talking to a wall it is like talking it to It really is. I'm sorry, Justin. Although he did, okay, in the evening portion when she talks about her uh, her dad passing, he reacted so much better than how Greg did. Like, if you're going to compare- the thing is, I didn't get mad at him this whole episode. No. So all his reactions were fine. All of his reactions are fine. And valid. And he, I just he find was, him very much boring. He was so- Nothing about him. Clearly he's not no. getting far, like farther no. than us. No, I don't think so either. I think he will probably, he'll go to hometowns and then that's it. I don't even know if he'll get that far. I don't know. I, I kind of get the sense that like she- I think it's possible, but I yeah. don't, as of now, my top four would be Greg, Blake, Michael, and Andrew S actually. Oh yeah, you're right. Justin. You're absolutely right. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, But he- I mean, he responded so much better than Greg did. Way when better than 
when fucking she told Greg her dad died, he was like, "So, um, how does that shape who you are today?" Stupid it's just fucking like, thing to say. Stupid question. Stupid well, question. With Justin, Katie felt like he was receptive enough to open up further and let us know about the complexities of her own yes. situation. We learned that she recently learned her the father she grew up with is not her biological dad. And she didn't find out until he passed away, which is heartbreaking. Heartbreaking. And now like she's he wants her bio dad wants in her life. And she's like, well, I I, I don't so know torn. Like, and I guilty i think That's... she feels she feels guilty right because yeah, like, like she... you're like i don't want to replace my dad with this yeah bio debt whatever it is like so many mixed emotions and i thought i was really happy that justin was able to be that person there for her to open up about that and i thought he was a good sounding board for her i also again, thought nothing against justin no. i just think it's so clear they're not like no exactly I mean I did think that they're like you know those live bands are always so awkward um I did notice that like the way that he was dancing with her like there were even some kind of awkward cute like moments where they were kind of like doing a more fast-paced dance with each other it was very natural like yeah. some of those can be awful you so know weird. where I they just don't know really how to do well it. he did good him. yeah he did good and that the fact that I still don't think he's going to the hometowns it's like it's just not there. No. He's great. It's not there. He's going to kill Paradise. Oh, yeah. Kill Paradise. The girls are going to love him. Oh, yeah. Definitely. And um, that. Let's jump to the canceled cocktail party. Oh, yeah. Because it was so obvious to me she was going to cancel that cocktail party. Me too. Me too. It's just like, okay, well, if she, she doesn't really have, like, she knows who she doesn't want. So but here's the thing the way they made her do it and again I'm saying they made her do it because she doesn't plan any of this she probably said I don't want to do it's cocktail party like I don't want to hear all these guys tell me that they don't like Hunter again because it's going to be the same conversations but I need to talk to Hunter still but so then the way that ends up happening is again the weird awkward calling a name for the rose ceremony and then it not being a rose this time she pulls him aside, talks, and then sends him back to like not. Continue. Also, he looked terrible. His dress shirt did not match the ivory color of his tux. Why? I'm okay, the fucking ivory. The ivory mismatch thing. Like Hannah, when she was watching with me, she was like, "If he had any chance of staying, it would have been him dressing in like all black and playing it very like smooth." But oh, he literally. White? He was sent home because of his Fucking, white tux. Yes, thank you. I yeah. hate it. It, it looks so bad. It's so try hard. It's so try hard. He looked terrible. It didn't he look bad. What is this? Yeah. Are you at a wedding where you're all, what, are you a caterer? I don't understand. Again, if he had any chance of staying, it would have been not wearing that. Is this prom in the 80s? I don't understand. <laughs> yeah, right? Like, and that's the thing is you could tell he pulled out like his best suit. That's he's, the like, thing is it's, I wouldn't normally trash people for their what they wear. Because yeah. normally I don't notice. Yeah, right. Normally exactly. I don't notice. But if I notice it, that means it's bad. It was not so bad. <laughs> right, right. It was so bad. It was just awful. And like, he didn't really show her any reason to keep her when she pulled yeah. him aside yeah, and then like, well she can't keep you after that you did nothing I just slapped myself so hard <laughs> um yeah and then my, my only surprise really was that she kept Brendan the only shock of the night because the only what? shock of the night like okay I'm trying to think though like who she should have kept like sh- who she would have kept instead yeah and it's kind of hard because no like James and Aaron both focused their one-on-one time with her about Hunter. So I think she was just like, I'm over it. And so then she picked Brendan, but I wish she would have just sent Brendan home. I kind of do too, but I do think I, well, we don't know though. Maybe there is, he's that kind of like easy. He's Canadian too. Maybe he's a nice, comfortable Canadian that she's just like, I like having him around. I need to cut, get rid of the drama now. And he's not causing drama, but I need a space filler. So it's him. That's what I'm thinking. He's too, comforting right? maybe. And we just haven't seen the friendship. Cause there's always that. I know Rachel right. Lindsay had like a two guys in her like hometown week that we were all like, what the fuck? 
And she's like, they were my friends. I just liked having them around. Yeah. And she wanted to meet their families and like, that's fun. Oh, well, she's not meeting their families. And she, no, I mean, they've got sent home the week before hometown. So you just keep them to hometowns. And then when it gets serious, you cut them. Yeah. 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 But like, I no, you don't meet the family over. But I would personally be like, you're my best friend. Like I want to meet your parents. I want to meet your family. Let's be friends. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, no, if it's a romantic thing, like that would be really weird. Yeah. Um, but so I'm, my guess is we'll probably get a Brendan one-on-one and he'll probably get sent home. Or just, he will just, get or he won't home. get a one-on-one at all. And then he'll naturally fade away. And yeah, I think that's really what's going to happen. I don't think she's going to like waste. That's true. Her- that's a big waste of a one-on-one. I think I it is. I feel like it's weird it's- to keep him around this long and not, but it happens. It's happened all the time. So. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. So it Good looks point. like from the promo that we will have another one-on-one with Greg and then we might have one with Mike P, which I'm excited about. That's right. Mike hasn't said a word in two episodes. He hasn't, but I love Mike. He's a Bless. dark horse. I love him. I love him. That's right. If it's not Andrew S, it's Mike. Yeah. 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 Right. yeah. I think it's going to be a one-on-one. I forgot about Mike entirely. <gasps> Andrew S and Mike on a two-on-one. <gasps> I forgot about the two-on-one again that could be it that could totally I think be they're it. skipping it two-on-one I don't get a sense we didn't yeah. see it in the promo we would have seen it two but on imagine one. if I'm right about that that'd be incredible that would be incredible but yeah I predict the it's between Mike and Andrew S for that fourth spot I don't know which way she's gonna go but I think you're right I think it's gonna be a one-on-one with Greg and then Mike and then Mike will either get sent home on his date or get a rose and go to hometowns I think that there was like there was a little snippet of the promo with Mike where he was like I would break my heart over and over again if it meant like like trying to fall for you or something like that like he was whispering in her ear and they were like I, it was weird it was really weird. there's a lot of stuff I, but with those I'm like I don't know what's happening like it's yeah it's almost I'm like we'll find it's out almost just like yeah like I don't want to see it because I know that you're clipping things here I know and I'm like I don't want to think so, I, I don't want to know I, yeah I'll, I'll find out but that was it for the last two weeks, right? I mean, yeah, it was a lot. I we had a lot to share. We did have a lot to share, but I think we covered it all pretty quickly. They were, I thought they were really good, like palatable episodes. I thought they were well-paced and well-timed. I'm so excited now that we've sent home all of the like fluff that we can get down to the nitty gritty. And it's going to be too. so good because I think it's- And so more airtime, just like more airtime. I'm nervous to see what happens with Michael, to be honest. Like, I just think it's not going to go well. And I don't know, I this this is my thought is that like, I, I think that they're so compatible. I just think that he's like a little too serious. I forgot though. I came up with a plan in dream plan in my head. This was also based on the promo, not this week, but the week before. Oh yeah. I I'm, I'm remembering it now. I had a thought in my head with based on purely last week's promo and not even this week's promo. <laughs> Cause they were like making it seem like Michael went home. Yeah. And we see a lot of heartbreak with Katie. Granted, this was my theory again, a while ago. Right. It's like maybe the season ends early. <laughs> Michael leaves and she tries to go throughout throughout through the season and then she can't. She goes back to Michael. Oh that was my dreams theory. Oh we <laughs> Holly, I really hope that's the case. I hope I that's could, true. I could see that happening because I, I did the have form a, of it is still plausible. No, I do I did have this gut feeling that like Michael goes home and breaks her heart and then she's like very torn about what to do next like she's literally sobbing I love that <gasps> wait 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 okay Michael sends himself home because he misses his son yeah Katie goes through with the season she picks somebody then she pulls a mesnick and she goes back to Michael and this is what and I was saying theory is also correct and we're all right we're all right. This I was this was me weeks ago thinking that she was going to pick so Michael. Smart, Julie. I know. Married to Greg like tomorrow. Oh fucking <laughs> a. Fucking a. I, I would have extreme confidence that Blake, not Blake, Greg is going to dig his own grave very soon. Me too. Me too. I mean, she knows better. Like the amount I of times they've been that editing she... him to look good because they want him to be it to be shocking when he turns out to be bad. Right, but we all know he's a, he's fucking but you bad. Can't bad hide boy. it from me, Bachelor. No, I can smell it. I can smell it too. Smell I can fucking smell it. Little face. It's so clear to me. 
It is so clear to me and it's clear to her because she keeps having to coach him through staying. That is not a good sign. You shouldn't have to beg him to stay with you. Yeah. The way that she looks at any of the guys, like what, even it doesn't matter if they're telling her something that like she wants to hear or if they're telling her something she doesn't. She gives these like puppy dog eyes. Like I could rip your pants off right now. And that's how she feels with Greg. I feel like he tells her that he's uncertain. And then she's like, oh, really? Well, what if I just like took on my shirt right now? Like that's the which is great. Good for her. Whatever. Fuck Love Greg. It. Like, actually, fuck Greg. And fuck Greg. Fuck Greg and fuck Greg. Yeah. And with that, I cannot wait for next week. Me too. This oh is the best God. season ever. Not gonna lie, it's my favorite season I've watched it's in a great season. Time. Yeah. It's fantastic, and anyone who's skipping it is missing out. Oh, absolutely. All right. All right. See, See you next, next week. week.